Hey guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Pedweg Podcast. I am Joe and I'm joined with Ashley. Hello! And we're uh, doing something extra special this time. I know it's a little late, so we decided to make up for it by hosting a giveaway. And uh, we'll have some details about that later on in the podcast. So be sure to listen and enjoy and like and share and all that other stuff that we always ask you guys to do. But uh, this one's a kind of a special one because we are doing something completely different. Um, but something that a lot of nerds love, mm-hmm. and that is collecting. And that's kind of like letting your nerd flag fly pretty much. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, people like to take pictures of it, of their stuff, or even put stickers on their cars to let them know. And I, I know that I personally like seeing stickers on cars because I'm like, oh, hey, look. <laughs> you know, I'm driving around. Yeah. I'll like point them out and say, oh, cool, and, yeah. or something like this. They're so into this. You see that they're in the, into the same things that you are. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, you for might real. see something that uh, represents your fandom that you've never seen before. Yeah, like, whoa, yeah. where'd you get that? Cool design <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's totally cool. And yeah, so we wanted to do a special thing about collecting because it is pretty vast. And mm-hmm. uh, like every other uh, episode that we've had, we've decided that our first forays into like the topic would kind mm-hmm. of be more of a broad general type of thing, not so much focused because mm-hmm. we realize that, you know, people are going to get mad that we're not talking about Hot Wheels for an, an hour, you know, yeah. but, <laughs> but but we want to have those episodes on their own um, because we do believe that while collecting is, is huge and we could talk for like five hours of just about mm-hmm. collecting um, in general, we'd also want to have episodes later on that talk about things a little more focused yes so we will i mean i can't guarantee you we'll be talking about hot wheels unless we have like a hot wheels <laughs> expert with us because at nor ashley or i like collect hot wheels so we appreciate yeah sure but... i i mean there's been times i've seen some hot wheels at the store oh, even yes. even at even at walgreens when i went there the other day and i was like <laughs> I was like, whoa, these are pretty cool. And what, they're 97 cents a piece? We, we have stopped to look at the Hot Wheels. Yes, we have. Some of them are cool. And, and I know that there's, I would love to, you know, even just dabble into it. Not necessarily really? buy them, but uh-huh. I would like to research a little bit because I do know that people really go crazy about them. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, I did talk to somebody who worked at a toy store mm-hmm. who said that there'd be tons of people lined up before they come in and everyone's like who what are they here for Mm -hmm. and turns out they're there because the new hot wheels came out and there's like i think like chase kind of like equivalent to chase figures Mm -hmm. but they'll have like really rare um cars i guess per case they only have like a few yeah and that's something i never thought of you know i always thought that hot wheels was just hot wheels but well i remember in the early 90s mid mid to early 90s i don't know right around that time hot wheels were like super cool um my brother definitely had them ben had them for sure um but yeah i didn't know that they were still a thing (laughs) yeah i was into micro machines when i was a kid yes those were cool and i I loved them because they were so small and like you could trade them on the playground so Mm -hmm. i went out there and i always wanted the lamborghinis (laughs) i always wanted like the miami vice cars and Uh like the supercars the ferrari testarossas (laughs) and i always had these um like bigfoot um 
80s kids know Bigfoot as a monster truck. So yeah. we just call them Bigfoots, you know. I had a Bigfoot truck, you know, but yeah, they were monster trucks. They had like the big wheels and those were also some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And but those they had they kind of branched out to like Micro Machines, Star Wars, where they had like little Star Wars ships and stuff. And you know, as a Star Wars fan, I know it's crazy, but I didn't like those. Really? Yeah, I was totally into the regular cars. Mm-hmm. I, w- I thought they were the greatest thing ever. Micro Machines cars were my favorite. They were so cool. See, I didn't really, I wasn't into the Hot Wheels <laughs> because I was way too busy with my Barbies. <laughs> okay. And I absolutely had a collection. <laughs> yeah. Barbie collection. I had a collection of um, the holiday Barbies and then some of the actual collectibles. Was not supposed to touch them, but here I am, five-year-old girl, and this Barbie is in this beautiful... I had one that had this floral dress. It was big and beautiful, and I needed to play with it, so I absolutely got to do it when I wasn't supposed to. My mom got so mad at me. And she's like, oh, hell, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, you know, collectibles aren't collectibles to kids. Yeah, yeah. And you probably look at, if you look at all the old, I mean, what child is going to say, oh, cool, I have a toy. I'm just going to leave it in the package. Exactly. No kid is going to do that. And that's why a lot of the stuff that we had mm-hmm. when we were kids, you, you see it now and, and seeing them in the store as like completely in the box and mm-hmm. stuff is pretty rare. Unless, yeah. Unless somebody happened to find one at kb toy stores yeah. which kb toy stores was the most awesome store ever because well into the 90s they mm-hmm. still had 80s toys like on the rack like mm-hmm. you know they had he-man and stuff like that like old teenage mutant ninja turtle stuff that was still on the rack like like as if it had just come out that week or that month or whatever it was amazing it was yeah. a great store and i missed that store so yeah. much if they had it now imagine how much money they would be making off of my generation <laughs> Because we were like, if they had the old G.I. Joes, that's the kind of stuff that we want. We're like, I think collectibles now is is a lot different than what it was back then. A lot of the stuff is nostalgia based. Mm-hmm. So if you people have all this nostalgia for stuff and they're like, oh, I really want to look at stuff that I had when I was a kid. Well, I think that kind of adds to the whole um, fascination with, with collecting is the <clears> fact <throat> that, you know, sometimes you can't get these things anymore Mm -hmm. you know look at i know this is a weird example but if you look at stuff like world of warcraft where because i'm still obsessed with world of warcraft so you have you know collections where you can collect mounts and it's almost like a one-upsmanship where oh i have this but you don't or you can't get this anymore and i think that's the same thing with collectibles these days you know, especially when we watch Pawn Stars and people bring in, you know, these old Star Wars collectibles. And sometimes they think they're worth, you know, ungodly amounts of money when they don't. And then sometimes it's the exact opposite where they're like, hmm, I'm not sure how much this is. And they end up walking away with a lot of money. Yeah. So I <clears> think <throat> that part of that is definitely mm, can't really get that anymore. And that probably also plays into nostalgia. Yeah, I think definitely. There's, I know for me, I I think about things and I'm like, man, I really liked that one as a kid, but I couldn't have it. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm an adult and I could do whatever I want, I yeah. want it. You know, I want it again. And what's the reason? Why do I want it? There's <laughs> yeah. no reason. What am I gonna do? Like sit in the corner and play with action figures? 
No, I'm just going to have them and just like put it in the corner of my desk or, or my shelf or something and say, this is cool. I had this when I was a kid and I always wanted it. And now I have mm-hmm. it. But what does it really do? It doesn't it doesn't really do anything, right? Yeah. And and this is just one type of collecting because, I mean, toys are, are definitely, I think, the biggest um, when it comes to the idea of collectibles. So, you know, of course there was the, uh, beanie, uh, beanie baby phase. Yep. Um, every kid, well, especially girls has like a stuffed animal collection at some point in their lives. I had bunny rabbits, um, not real ones, (laughs) stuffed, uh, bunny rabbits instead of teddy bears, uh, had lots of dolls, things like that. So toys are definitely where everybody starts, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I remember my mom had a teapot collection at one point and it wasn't a big collection. It was maybe six or eight, but they were all different, but kind of the same. I don't know. It was really weird, but it was really pretty. Uh, but that still counts as a collection. Absolutely. And the teapot collection, right? There, I, I collect some things that... I would say maybe even like the the V the V okay so we started doing like a VHS horror collection that we mm-hmm. haven't gotten anything for for about a year now mm-hmm. and a lot of that has to do with the situation of the world you know COVID nineteen yeah. the pandemic was out and they shut down a lot of those stores for a couple months and so we didn't really go to them we really did only the essential stuff and mm-hmm. we kind of still do we don't really go to any of the stores that we used to that sell stuff like that mm-hmm. um, but we did go we decided we were doing horror. <laughs> right and so we have these horror movies and, and and my cousin kim actually got us a vcr one day yes. because she was out at a, a goodwill or a salvation army or something and text me and was like do you guys have a vcr <laughs> and i'm like no we have all these like awesome movies but no no vcr she's like okay i got you one i'm mm-hmm. like oh wow cool so we have a vcr and we have the movies mm-hmm. and you just look at it. just looking at it is cool and, yes and to me, that is part of it. I almost don't even like want to watch the movies because having the VCR there, it's it's like a, I guess the aesthetic of yeah. having it plus the VHS tapes around it. Yeah, it has like this nostalgia look that like it makes me happy when I see it. And I'm not. It's one of those things where I guess it's a level of collecting. We could talk about the different levels of collecting oh, yeah. where when you collect something like that. Um, for me. I think it's cool. I like looking at it, and it makes me happy when I look at it. Yeah. But at the same time, when we have guests, I'm not like, hey, check out my horror collection. Yeah. <laughs> I don't show it off. It's just happy. It's just cool mm-hmm. to me. Now, when I tell them, let's go to the office, that's yes. when I'm like, look at my stuff. And yes. that's when I like I w- want to show them my stuff when I'm in there. But stuff like this, I'm not... There's there's a show-off collection, and mm-hmm. then there's a... I just like this because it makes me happy. And I can see... That your mom's tea set being both mm-hmm. or either or mm-hmm. i mean you can have buy stuff for that tea collection where it's like okay i'm gonna get a cool new teapot that goes you know with the rest of them so when you yeah. look at them you're like look at my infinity pots <laughs> you know like I, they look so great but at the same time maybe your mom doesn't care if people like look yeah. at it it just makes her happy because yeah. you know she likes to get them yeah and there's just so many different levels to collecting like that which anything you can collect anything like like the teapots and then there's action figures and then there's sports cards there's sports Sports memorabilia absolutely be getting into because that is a huge hobby for you yeah (laughs) movies um um, movie our we have a bunch of movie posters up in our home i think we've got what 
five, six, eight. We got three large ones and five small ones. Mm-hmm. And they line our walls. They look really cool. And we have... We'll, we'll probably be getting more at some point because it's just, it's our thing. Yeah. And we love movies and we definitely love 80s movies. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the theme. Yes. Of course, our wall is 70s. The yes. big posters are 70s, but that's because they're <laughs> iconic films from the 70s that I love. Yes. And those are the things that I'm like, look at my stuff, you know, because it's on the wall. We're displaying it. I think you already had two and I got one. No, actually. I had one. You had one and I got two. <laughs> so I had Star Wars. I had A New Hope uh, from 1977. And one day, Ashley just surprised me by getting full-size poster of alien uh-huh from 79 and then jaws yep and so now those are joined with the star wars poster full mm-hmm. size in the kitchen yes well in the dining room yeah which is actually the craft room <laughs> now it's the craft room <laughs> which of course is another collection yeah technically yeah it's more stuff to collect <laughs> but we I... Um, I want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, obviously we're going to talk about that. But we we kind of, now that we're talking about stuff like that, um, yeah. we kind of had a discussion before this podcast, before we started recording, where it's also another level of collecting mm-hmm. where it's kind of, there's stuff and then there's stuff you can use. Yes. You know, so uh, my collecting and this is one of the things that we'll get into a little bit later, but my collecting has kind of shifted towards stuff I can use. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of collecting video games because I know I'm going to play them. Yeah. They're not just going to sit on a shelf and, you know, look pretty or I can say, look at all my games. No, I want to play my games. And looking at how many games I have makes me happy, but knowing that I can pull any one of those off the shelf and play it mm-hmm. makes me happy. And the same thing with books, the same thing with my comics, the same thing with my records. Mm-hmm. I those are all cool things that I can show people and be proud of, and I do show people my records all the time. Yes, but I can also just pop them in and and put them in the record player and listen to it, and it's just so cool and fun. Yeah, because they're also practical. So, and it becomes a nice piece of artwork too. I mean, I mean, I know we've had the same one up for quite a while. <laughs> it's a cool cover, um, but anytime we have a record in the player now. Uh, thank you, Sarah, for the record player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Sarah. <laughs> uh, but we we pro- you've been propping up the record uh, case on top of the player, and I love that. I I think it it's great. Yeah, and actually, in the show notes, I'm going to link the I want more comics, uh, music talk and oh, records yes. because that's kind of where um it started to where I, where I started to do that because uh-huh. uh Sean. Sean Anderson, mm-hmm. who's one of the owners of I Want More Comics, um, created this group where we could talk about music. And really what it is is a lot of us post um, what we're listening to. Mm-hmm. So we'll have the record in there playing, and then we'll have a shot of the album cover on top or near the player. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes people talk about that particular record, like, oh, that's really cool. I remember this song. or mm-hmm. And then a discussion happens, and, you know, we all love it and everything. So... That's kind of where that is, and I'll I'll leave a, a a link in the show notes on our website pedweg.com, um so you can go there and actually click the link and join, and if you got some cool records that you're listening to, oh, yeah. share them in the group, and we'll all talk about it, and you'll at least get some likes and some hearts on it because Absolutely. love all kinds of genre of music, so it's not just like 
you know, nerdy stuff or metal or punk or whatever. It's every kind of genre you can think of. So mm -hmm. music is amazing. So <laughs> music collection is fun. <clears throat> and so, yeah, we just wanted to run through. Let's run through real quick the types of collections that might be popular. And we mm -hmm. already went over music just now. Toys we already did, kind of like action figures. And mm -hmm. there's the Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Like Funko means oh. collectible. Oh, <laughs> you yes. Know? And so... There's that. Um, toys we'll definitely are be here. covering that a little bit more in, yeah, in a little bit. For sure. And then there's sports. And mm -hmm. that encompasses everything from sports cards to baseball pennants to posters mm -hmm. to baseballs or footballs. Memorabilia. Or, yeah, memorabilia, like autographed jerseys, mm -hmm. um, man cave type stuff. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> you totally have like a sports man cave. That, or woman cave. I'm sure there are women out oh, there who sure. like Sports, but it's typically much. called the man cave though when you have that stuff up <laughs> so it's not stuff that you would really put up unless you're a sports family like my cousin kim yeah there is definitely a sports family so that their whole living was a man cave so <laughs> um and then you also have like like movies mm -hmm. and then there's other things too like things i didn't even think of like the hot well the hot wheels i guess is like toys yeah but then there's also models like model kits like yeah. people do those um stamps stamps yeah it's sort of outdated at this point stamps and coins but i think I'm, coins I should, are still going i think people yeah we see those on pawn stars all the time we not love just pawn <laughs> <laughs> not just that but there's also um they come out well no they come out with stamps every year that are yeah. collectible i know a lot yeah. of people go run down there and buy a book of them and That's they're true. gone like i've there was a time when i was shipping out a lot of stuff um when I was doing trades on the internet for, you know, cards and comics and stuff like that, uh -huh. um, there'd be, like, older folks in there buying specific, very specific stamps that, mm -hmm. you know, that had come out. And they're like, I need the Disney whatever or the president stamps or whatever. And they're like, oh, no, those are gone. And they're I... like, oh, what? And they're like, yeah, they're sold <laughs> out. Like, all these people are buying them, like, right away. So yeah. I, th I think stamps probably still going strong, but it's probably this this level of collecting that we don't see because there's yeah. a whole there's a whole under I don't want to say underworld but there's a whole <laughs> like there's a world out there for stamp collectors that we're not a part of. That's so true. we don't collect stamps so we have no idea what it's like for That's all true. I know it's huge but we don't partake so You mentioned Disney and I feel like that is a class of its own. Oh yeah. That is such a class of its own. You mm -hmm. have the Disney pins that you get in the parks oh, yeah. and that is like a subculture of a subculture it's ridiculous <laughs> i i know people that collected the pins so i yeah. i absolutely i absolutely understand yeah i mean i growing up in in the tourist trap that is orlando florida of course i knew people who were into it i knew people who moved to orlando specifically for disney <laughs> that's hardcore that is hardcore <laughs> But you know, when the the whole idea of collecting, um, it's it's not just the typical nerdy things. Um, if you're passionate about anything, you're most likely going to have a collection of some sort. So if you're into cooking, you're most likely going to have, you know, maybe a badass set of knives or um maybe different bakeware. Even if you don't show it off, you have something. That's mm -hmm. pertaining to your interests. That Spices. You're just like, yes. Some some people who cook, they are very particular. I don't care if it's your adobo. <laughs> 
you are specific. You know, you are loyal to that that spice blend. Yep. Um, you know, we, we have this conversation before we started recording that I collect. Um, we're collected. We'll maybe collect in the future crystals. Um that you know, which is definitely something that I'll talk more about with my friend Jen on our little side podcast uh, that's coming up this week. Nope, you can't. You can't use this. No, nope, you can't. No. You can't promote for another it's not podcast. Allowed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, guys, it's gonna be cool. So you should definitely check out this new podcast that's coming out. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's called the Ghoul Scouts. We did get a, get a name. Oh, okay. The Ghoul Scouts, and we'll have lots of creepy stuff. Uh, probably some witchy stuff as well. Uh, but you know, collecting crystals is still a thing, you know, it's still a nerdy, you, you know, I'm still going to nerd out about different types, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you've got one that's not really typical nerdy collecting. You're collecting fishing gear now. I would say that, I mean, you are proudly displaying your fishing pole in our living room right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it has a crankbait on it and everything. It's all ready to go. All I got to do is just loosen it up and toss that sucker. We have stickers yeah. on most of our electronics. Oh, yeah. I would say we display our stickers. <laughs> yep. But at the same time, I'm not like, hey, look at my cool stickers, guys. Yes, you are, because you've made some. You've uh, You've made all of the ones on your... I think most of the ones, all of them. I've made all of them. On yeah. your iPad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you made all of those stickers. Of course you're going to show them off. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is that, you know, collections come in all shapes and sizes, whether it's hidden away in a drawer um, or a closet, most likely, or if it's on full display in your living room, like us. <laughs> We even have pops in our living room. Yep. We never really see them because we're sitting below them. But once you come in the house, you definitely notice them. Though they're up right That's on true. the shelf. That's true. But uh, yeah, I think everybody collects something, even if they don't know it. Yeah. Even if they're not consciously collecting something, they are subconsciously collecting something. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. They, mm-hmm. You are collecting something. Guarantee it. Yeah. If you say you're not collecting something. I think it's BS. You are collecting <laughs> something. You have a hobby of some sort. Basically, that's what hobby is. Hobbyism is collecting. Yeah. Whether that's experiences. I mean, you can still be like, hey, I travel to all these parks. Mm-hmm. I hike everywhere. Well, that's like in, oh. in, in your in your mind, you are collecting all of these things that you've done. That reminds me. So I, when I was living in Florida, one of my favorite things to do was to go to as many parks, state parks as possible. And one year, two years for Christmas, my parents got me an annual pass for all of the Florida state parks. And part of that was this uh, passport book where you could ask for a stamp. And that was basically your collection. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I lost it, but... Huh. Um, well, I might still have it in some in, in a box, but um, that that is collecting too. Yeah, that I is mean, a great point. Yeah, even if you're somebody who does like in 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 Colorado, the popular thing uh-huh. is the fourteeners. So you that what that is is people go hike the hike the mountains that are fourteen thousand feet. Oh wow! Or higher, and that you know you that's the obviously I never did anything like that. No but, thanks. <laughs> But I do, but I know a lot, my, my, my friend Chris, oh, uh, my yeah. late friend Chris, who 
who actually died doing what he loved, which was climbing these these mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he I think it was like two thousand fifteen or or so. Um, he ended up dying on on a trip, and it made it still sucks still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I miss him a lot, but he did. He died doing what he loved, you know, and yeah. and um. I think, and he would send me a picture every now and then when he'd reached the summit, you know, and even that, in a sense, is collecting, you know, because yeah. in your mind, you're like, you know, I have done this, I, I did this mountain, now I'm going to go run to the next one. You've mm-hmm. got a checklist of it. That's kind of collecting to me. Yeah. You're, you are collecting destinations that you've done. Yes. And whether I, or not you're showing to people, that still, to me, is, is a, a form of collecting. Yeah. So no matter what you do, you are collecting something of some <laughs> sort for a hobby. That is what hobby hobbies are. Yes. So I think that it's not only a nostalgic reason, but maybe also a, you know, looking towards accomplishing goals yes. or experiences. It's a checklist. It is. Absolutely. That's a great way to look at it. Life sure. And life in itself is like a checklist. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, well, that's not a good idea. That's not a good comparison for collecting. But <laughs> but if you're, if you're saying, hey, I got, I want to do all this stuff or... I want to go, like, say, fishing, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I'm going fishing with Jay or Stefan, yeah. and we go fishing and say, okay, there's this these types of fish are in, mm-hmm. are in this pond or lake or whatever, and we catch one, cool. And when we catch and release, it's like, okay, well, in my mind, mm-hmm. check that off in the list. Now there's other fish in here that I haven't caught yet. Those are the ones I still have to get. Mm-hmm. It's like Pokemon. Yes. You know, i got to catch them all. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And and in that and then when you're done with that, it's it's like a video game. It's like mm-hmm. you caught all of those fish in that area, in that pond, mm-hmm. that lake. Now it's time to move on to the next one, do the same thing with the other one. Yep. So it's a lot of fun and everything is collecting. And I know that Stefan is going to t- want to do something with fishing. I know it. And I'm willing to bet we'll probably do a fishing episode at some point. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably have my dad out on that. Oh, that would be amazing. But my dad's not a podcast type person, so he'd probably just sit there and go, man, I don't know. know." (laughs) But you you have a lot of other people in your life that you you all talk about fishing and you just, you take off and everybody around you is like, oh, okay. I have no (laughs) idea what you're talking about. (laughs) But you guys all nerd out about it. So that's, that's fun. Yep. I'm sure we have some listeners that are going to want to listen to that too. So, um... We've kind of gone over a little bit of what we collect. Um, obviously, a big one is comics. Yep. That's, That's something that we both do. Yes. But I didn't start until I met you. And we talked a lot about that in our comics episode. Yeah. Yep. So comics, yeah, they are huge. I, I get... Uh, I want to say that I don't... At one point, I was really obsessed with getting every type of thing. So it's like... If the story was even remotely interesting to me, I'm like, I got to have every single thing. So I got to buy that. You know, I yeah. want that series. I want everyone. But as time went on, I decided I wanted to focus my collection on just a few things. So there's a lot of cool books out there that I, I, I love, but at the same time, I'm not collecting every issue of it. So mm-hmm. a lot of that, too, goes hand in hand with space. So we have so many books <laughs> that I'm running out of space with my in my boxes. So... Mm-hmm. The only exception that I have right now are two characters, and this is kind of dumb, but Punchline. Mm-hmm. I I collected everything from Punchline when she first debuted a year ago. And so now I want to get everything with her because what if she is the next Harley Quinn? You know, and and, and 
So one of these days, like 10 years from now, everyone's going to be like, remember that one issue? Like those are worth a lot of money. And I know a lot of collectors fall into that trap where they're like, what if? Mm-hmm. What if this is like worth a lot of money someday? And And you could argue that collectibles now don't grow in value like they did because back then no one was collecting it it was just like oh it's just a toy or whatever but so then when people watch pawn stars and they're like oh yeah that old c3po that thing's worth like eighty thousand dollars because and everyone's like whoa wait i have that you know Mm -hmm. and so all of a sudden everybody thinks they have eighty thousand dollars yeah or they all think that their one thing that they get nowadays is going to be worth a lot of money but there's a part of my brain that is telling me maybe someday this will be worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like you this character is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. You got the debut. You've got every issue that she's made an appearance in thus far. Mm-hmm. Getting future issues isn't going to be a, a problem where it's, you know, because I'm already I already collect Batman as it is. Yeah. So it's going to she's going to be in any of those issues. And if she's in like Nightwing or something, what is that? Another four dollar issue I can pick up. That's no big deal. So. That's one of the ones that I'm collecting everything of. Mm-hmm. The other character is Conan, like we mentioned in, in mm-hmm. the last, the comics episode. I collect everything Conan. So if there's going to be a Conan appearance on Black Panther that I don't, that I don't read <laughs> at all, I'm going to buy that issue because it's got Conan in it. Yeah. So I'm collecting every Marvel thing that has Conan from the past two years so far. Mm-hmm. And so far it's been great. I've been keeping up with it but i'm not buying every variant cover yeah like i was when i first when we first met i was getting every cover of every issue of yeah. of stuff i liked so it's like oh conan number three that's great but i also need to get the variant cover i need like the one in 10 ratio the one in 25 mm-hmm. and then if i'm lucky i can find the one in 50 or one in 100 if they made one you know stuff like that but nowadays i'm not like too concerned about stuff like yeah. that i just want the issue if i get like one of the issues i'm cool yeah so comics is something that we both have, but what's something that you have that might not be, I guess, common to people? Like what people would consider uh, collecting? You know, the 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 crystals for sure, the rocks and crystals. Um, you know, hmm, I'm trying to think because I don't really collect anymore. Um, I don't really buy things. Like that, you know. Definitely the art stuff, for sure. Um, You know, I got the cricket because during the pandemic... See, this is my whole take on this. During the <laughs> pandemic, you know, people were stuck inside. They were looking for crafts to do, you know, things to do. And crafting became one of them. So I started doing resin. Um, Got really into that for a hot minute. And then cricket... I started hearing more and more about cricket, and so I got myself uh, one of the machines, <laughs> and then it turned into, I okay, now I have to get the press, and I've got the mini press, <laughs> and all of the little tools that come with everything, and it's just <laughs> sitting there right now, but we'll probably be doing some more stuff later, but I also have other art stuff, too. And then once I get into that artsy frame of mind, I have, like, a whole bunch of canvases. Um, we have markers, crayons. Um, clay. Clay. <laughs> yarn. Um, I, I basically have, like, a mini Michaels in our, in yep. our dining room. <laughs> yeah. We, it, yeah. Glitter. 
here. <laughs> Lots of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's just like everything you could think of that, like, if you wanted to do a craft of some, because there's beads too. Oh, yes. Not not the type of beads that, like, people might not be, in, like, used to. Mm-hmm. But... I used to make uh, <laughs> uh, candy, which is from Ravers, you know, the, the beaded stuff that they do. So I would make masks and bracelets and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, so I can still do that, and so I, I still have beads for that. And purlers. And purlers. can do those, too. Those are always fun. Yeah, so there's... If you are bored and you want to do a day of crafting, just yeah. come on over. We've got everything. <laughs> we have paints, even. <laughs> and I'm wanting to get back into some silk painting that I used to do. I love art. I absolutely love art. It's a very arty art. It's a very arty... Uh, household here yeah absolutely <laughs> it's cool it's cool it's not something i'm used to because i'm not really an art arty like a artistic person really but mm-hmm. it's definitely got me interested in learning some stuff i mean like i started doing like the stickers like you said and then mm-hmm. started also doing some drawings and stuff like that on my ipad with procreate mm-hmm. and my apple pencil so that's been fun there's another thing that i've noticed a lot more of is people uh collecting plants. Yeah. <laughs> and I tried it, killed a bunch. I'm sorry. I have two left, I think. But um I also I see a lot of my Facebook friends have a ton of especially succulents. So they've got, you know, this whole little area display of plants and they're very proud of it. So of course they're going to show them off and I think it's adorable. Plants are cool. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we had a bunch for a bit, and it's Arizona, and yeah. I'm not used to it. <laughs> it's that that 115 degree heat like melted most of the plants. Yeah, so I got to figure something else out. But you know, <coughs> it'll happen. It'll it'll become a collection at some point. Um. So, let's see here. Do you collect anything else? Yeah, I collect baseball cards and. Obviously Funko Pops. Oh yes. Um a million I, of those. I displayed your your pop uh collection on my TikTok. Yeah. And I got in trouble because people thought that I made you get rid of your collection. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What people don't realize is it's expensive to 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 collect. Mm-hmm. You know, whether even if you're doing just the hiking 14ers, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um there's a cost involved. So it's like once you what you gotta really pick what you want to do because if you start collecting lots of stuff, mm-hmm. you end up just accumulating a lot of things and you don't really. You know, it's like, the function over just you know something mm-hmm. sitting on a shelf. So the Funko Pops, while they're cool and they're fun and they're cutesy and all that stuff, they're. <clears throat> they just sit there. Yeah. And there's some that I'm never going to get rid of. Um, there's a, I mean, there's a lot that I'm not going to get rid of because some of them, uh, like the Star, my Star Wars ones are really neat, especially mm-hmm. the ones that are like the scenes, you know, where they depict like famous scenes from the from the Star Wars. Didn't your mom get you those? Yeah, my mom got me those. And it was funny because down at Walmart where she was at, um, in Globe, people don't really collect Funko Pops. So they had a million of them on clearance. And these things are all like 25, 30 bucks a piece and they were on sale for like I think 5 dollars or something. So my mom mm-hmm. my mom called me and she says, 
hey, you know, you got these, they have these Star Wars scenes. And I'm like, where are they? So she told me, and I was like, oh, I want those. And she's like, yeah, they're like $5. I said, I want all of them. <laughs> and she's like, it's a whole, it's a whole grocery cart filled. And I was like, just buy the whole grocery cart because <laughs> we can't, because they were hard to get in Denver at the time. Yeah. And I was like, these are hard to find. So I was like, I can just sell them off to my friends who also want them, you know, yeah. like, you know, hey guys, I found those pops you're looking for. And that was in a pop community that I still am a part of. And Funko Pops are cool, but there's... I started collecting them because it became an obsession, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I do see some of my friends that are starting to really get into them. That was kind of like how I was when I first started. And I'm not naming any names, like, <laughs> like Katie or anything. But... <laughs> But I understand what she's going through. Yeah. When I see her post and she's just like, oh, you know, I've started getting these and now I want to get more. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> you do want to get more because that's just what it is. And it got to the point where I was going to the malls uh -huh. on the weekends just mostly because I like to window shop a lot. I like to look at all the stuff and I can nerd out. And, and a lot of times that satisfies me just being there and looking at stuff or you know, like we went to the Hot Topic that one time and I was mm -hmm. just like, oh, wow, look at all the pops. I saw like about 50 of them that I wanted, but I didn't get them. And and it was satisfying just to see them. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, that would have been neat to have, but mm -hmm. I don't really need it because what am I going to do? I'm putting it, taking it from that shelf, putting it on the one in my home and just looking at it. <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm doing anything with it. I, I don't have, it's not part of a set that I'm collecting or anything yeah. like that. So my Funko Pop days are officially... Or they've been officially done for a while, mm -hmm. and that's just the mentality. It's not. I'm not saying that I'm never gonna buy a Funko Pop again. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that my, I'm not collecting them anymore. So if I see a cool one, I want like a like. I kind of like the music ones now, so the music and the horror ones. So if I see something like that, I'm like, oh, that's neat. I want to get that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's cool. I, I do still have a a collection. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still have a collection, but I'm not trying to get every single one that I see now. Your collection has become more focused. Yeah, it's way more focused now because I would go to, like I said, go to the malls, go to like Box Lunch or Hot Topic or something like that, and they'd have a sale, you know, where it's like you could buy three of these Funko Pops for like 20 bucks or, mm -hmm. you know, $5 a piece or something like that. I'm like, whoa, and I'd, <laughs> I'd be looking for just anything at that point that looked neat. I was like, oh, this is cool. I, I vaguely remember that show. That's cool. I'm going to get that one. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, that character was kind of cool in that movie. So then I'd come home with a mixture of all kinds of, like, random crap. You do have a lot of random pops. Yeah. You do have some collections. Like, you have a really... I, I think you might be selling it. The Your Mad Max. Yeah. I've got... From the new movie. Yeah. The, There's a whole collection in there. Yeah, Fury Road. I have a whole collection of that that I... I'm not particularly, like, tied to. Like, mm -hmm. I, 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 w I went ahead and bought, like, the full common set. And I went looking for convention exclusives and stuff. So I've got almost all of them. I know mm -hmm. I'm, miss I'm missing the, the car. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of Chase figures, too, that I, I had but I didn't really care about keeping. Because mm -hmm. they were, at the time, they were, like, worth money. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're worth now, but I went ahead and traded them out for something else. Because I'm like, I still have the same figure. It's just a Chase. It's just a non-Chase version. Yeah. So. Without the chases in the car, I'm pretty. I think I've got all of the figures. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and that's one of the sets I'm selling. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're cool, <laughs> but I'm not like I'm not super tied to it or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, I do have 
the Thor Ragnarok set. Uh-huh. That took me... That was one that I was obsessive about fighting every little piece for. And so I got all those. Are uh, you selling that one, though? No, I'm keeping that one. Yeah. I'm keeping that one. I did sell... Some of the sets were really easy to collect, like um, the Blade Runner ones. Uh-huh. I had all of the Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner ones, and so mm-hmm. I got rid of that set. Because they're... The figures... Okay, so the movie was cool, but the figures were kind of bland. Yeah. They're bland characters, so... Um, I do have a lot of different Funko Pops. Right now, like I said, I'm focusing on like music stuff, mm-hmm. mostly rappers, and then um, also um, horror. Mm-hmm. And we share the horror collection. We got several of them. So um, and anything that comes out that's Aliens. Yeah. So if it's like from the movie Aliens, I want it. Yeah. So those are the ones. I have a general Aliens collection. So if it says Aliens, I want to collect. And Jaws. <laughs> so I'll, I'll collect those two movie and properties. Not really. I mean, Star Wars. You not have really. quite a few Star Wars pops. Right, but I'm not collecting any more though, so I don't see sure. them and like, oh yeah, I gotta get that. And there's a lot of movie scenes I don't have either. Yeah. But what I have is what I have, and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with getting rid of a lot of them because, like I said, I'm focusing now. My collection of stuff mm-hmm. is more functional than it is stuff just sitting on a shelf. Yeah. So I like having books. Books are cool, mm-hmm. but I can also read them. What can I do with the Funko Pop? I mean, it's cool, but it's just sitting on a shelf. Yeah. If I were if I were a kid that played with toys, then they might be like extra cool because then I could actually play with them. Yeah. Even though it says around right the box, this is not a toy. <laughs> it's a toy. It's a it, it it's, it's, a toy. it's a little figure, you yeah. know, and and it all it does is sit on your shelf. Yeah. And unless you have a full collection or going for something, the randomness of it just doesn't look good. It's like really messy. You have a lot of, like, random stuff, and it's just like, eh, these guys don't really go together. It doesn't yeah. fit my collection, so to speak. I've tried really hard to group up your collection, and I think I did a fairly good job. <laughs> like, all of your Thor are together. For a while, your Mad Max was together. You had Game of Thrones. Uh, we have all of the horror ones together. You had Ready Player One. Yep. Uh, we had video game, you know, just random video game ones that I kind of tried to put together too. Yeah. <laughs> video game ones. I, 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 I guess it's, I, I collect music, horror, and then to a lesser extent, video game pops. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm not, I'm not hardcore into it. If I see something that's cool, I'll, I'll show you in the store and I'll be like, Hey, look at this one. Isn't it neat? And then I'll put it right back. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't get it. But I, I mean, I don't purchase it. But at the time, like a couple years ago, though, I would have been like, "This is cool." Boom, yeah. Put it in the box. Put it in the bag. <laughs> this one's neat. Throw it in the cart. You know, I would just like walk around and come out with like fifty dollars worth of pops. I'm like, "Hey, these are all cool. I'm taking them all home because they're fun." Then you stick them on the shelf, and then what? You just like look at them, and you're like, "Oh, hey, look, that's cool." The first time I walked into your bedroom, when we first met, <laughs> you had over 500. We didn't know at the time, but we had you had over 500 pops in your bedroom. Um, and, you know, later we, we counted everything, especially because you were trading them in for comics. Yep. Uh, but you had over 500, and now you have, I think, uh, maybe a little over 200. I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> but I it's think a lot have, less, though. It's a lot less. I think you have a, a little over 200, because I remember counting. <laughs> I remember dusting everything off <laughs> and grouping everything together, because you just had them randomly stacked, and I had to go in and 
Yeah, well, I'd have them <laughs> stacked. Them. I'd have them stacked as my favorites. So, I'd have them out of sets and everything because I liked these, even though they're part of a set. But I wanted all my favorites here. Put my second favorites on the second shelf and mm-hmm. so forth. But yeah, I collect. That was like one of my big things. That it's not a big collection. Collection of them now. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is that I had is sports cards, and that mm-hmm. is down a lot too. Because it's just not hard. It's hard to just find product anymore. Yeah. Because the community is all filled with flippers now. So what that means is, <coughs> for those of you who don't know, excuse me. People will go to the store, buy out all the product, mm-hmm. and they'll go home and throw it online for three to four times more than what they paid for it. So mm-hmm. they're flipping it. And a lot of people do that with Funko Pops too. I mean, I've sold Funko Pops that were... I sold some Beetlejuice ones that were eight bucks, but people wanted to pay 24 for it. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, sure. That's really the only time we did that, too. Yeah, that was the only time. Usually I just have them up for, you know, there is a price guide for them. And when you look up the price guide, I usually try to sell it for around that or less. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's like when you go to Pawn Stars and you're like, yeah, I got this Funko Pop. Oh, yeah, that retails for ten ninety nine. They're like, so what do you want for it? And you're like, oh, I want like... 20 bucks and they're like okay well let's get an expert then the expert's like oh no this is worth 400 dollars." Mm-hmm. you know they're not going to say well i still want 20 bucks for it no they're going to be like no i want 400 bucks and then they're going to say well, we got to make some money blah 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 and then they end up taking like 200 dollars for it or whatever mm-hmm. or 400 or however much half is worth but yeah if if i find out a pop is worth like a hundred dollars i'm not going to sell it for ten dollars mm-hmm. not when there's money to be made on it because that person's just going to make the money off of you yeah you got to keep it in mind that, like, the person that's buying it from you is potentially going to just resell it. <clears throat> so, for me, I'm like, well, I want to make, I don't, I want to make my chunk of that. You know, mm-hmm. if it's worth 50 bucks, then buy it from me for 40 or whatever. And it's the same thing with sports cards. But the flippers kind of ruined sports cards for me. So... Now I just buy directly what I want. I don't buy the packs anymore. What got you into collecting sports cards? Hey, everybody! <laughs> Jabs family. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna. Pro- yeah, I'm not gonna promote him too much. But there was a uh, a YouTuber, and it's funny when you when you look at his comments. Like a lot of people got into collecting again because of his videos, mm-hmm. and that's because he buys every every imaginable release and opens it on camera Mm -hmm. and so for me when he was ripping packs and stuff i was like wow that really takes me back to when i collected baseball and basketball cards when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and so i was like i wonder if i can get my hands on some of that stuff so what did i do i went to walmart and i saw packs of cards there and i was like hey this is the exact kind of stuff he was opening so i'm gonna open some of it so i bought some packs and went home and opened it and it's just the thrill it's like a lottery it's like a slot machine you have no idea what you're going to get in this pack of cards and sometimes you get good stuff and sometimes you get nothing good and you you spent you know 20 bucks on a box of cards and you got like maybe three dollars worth of product in it (laughs) you know but sometimes you get an awesome card the the most recent example is literally the other day Mm -hmm. i went to the store to get what was i going there for i think i was going there for 
Batteries. Batteries. Yep. I was going there for batteries for the thermostat, and I went to Walgreens, because it's right down the street, and every now and then, Walgreens will have cards, and so this time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to look, because my dad went there to Walgreens. I'm like, hey, see if they got baseball cards. <laughs> he came back. He's like, no baseball cards, and so this time, I'm like, yeah, he said there was none, so there's not going to be any, and it was like a week later. So I go there, and they actually had a box in there for eight ninety nine, mm-hmm. and it was it had two packs of cards in it, and one pack was a hobby pack, and hobby packs just mean that there's autographs and cards with pieces of jersey on it and stuff. That stuff is more likely on a hobby pack over retail, but whatever. So mm-hmm. I got <laughs> they had one hobby pack, one regular retail, and I was like, I'm desperate to open a pack. I want to play the lottery, you know, and. You know when you buy one of those packs, you're not getting crap out of it. It's just repackaged cards that they just were like, oh, here we got these packs laying around. Let's just throw them in this box and make money off of it. Mm-hmm. So I brought it home and I opened it up and I was looking through my cards. And of course, on one of them I had um, I had a, a cool numbered card. And numbered cards are considered hits because they're numbered. You know, there's only so many of them. So I have a card out of 200. Yeah. And it was a die cut card, so it had like parts of the card cut off, which were pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. And it was foil. And I was like, hey, this is a neat looking card. So I sleeved it up. And then I opened up the retail pack of uh, 2019 Series 1, which usually doesn't have anything in it. But I ended up drawing, a, I pulled a $50 uh, short print card out of it. And I was ecstatic because I bought that pack for eight ninety nine. and pulled a $50 card out of it. Nice. So that's the lottery right there, you know, and I haven't sold it yet because I was advised by my friend Ryan to keep it because this year could be his year that he bought. And it's a rookie card. It's a rookie card short print. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's worth so much money. So maybe he gets good and it's like a really bomb year and I get like can make more money off of it or not. But at this point, I... He even uh, was talking about sending it in to get it graded. Mm-hmm. And if it gets graded, it'll be worth more. So, And I just want to point out that if anybody wants to get into sports cards or cards in general, if you don't have the money or the resources for it, there are apps that mimic opening cards. <laughs> yes. And you have quite a few different apps. I do. I even got into one. Uh, there was one for Disney. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and that was very fun for a little while, for sure. It was fun. I thought it was cool because we were, like, kind of competing a little bit on, yeah. on, on trying to get the inserts. Because, yeah, you get base cards, but the whole point is to get the insert cards and yes. in the apps. You know, the apps have insert cards with odds. So it's like you, you have a 1 in 20 chance of getting a card. It's like, okay, well, and then you got to get, like, five of them. Yep. And so we were sitting here, like, collecting our coins and, like, running it through and trying to get this set before each other and that was fun but i don't know what happened we just kind of got tired of it i guess and... yeah i got tired of it and also the community on the app um where you you do the, that was one of the cons is that you they were uh a little bit of gatekeeping they were doing a little gatekeeping where you had to have like a certain level of knowledge a certain jargon that you had to know in order to keep up yeah, and to do business and to trade cards and stuff like that. Oh, that was irritating. Yeah, and a lot of them are like, send me two of a certain card for one of mine or yeah, something like no, that. And it's like, wait, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. 
<laughs> but they do. Tops does have that. That app is from Tops, mm-hmm. so Tops does do the Disney cards. They also have a Marvel one that I keep up with every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got I think seventy some or eighty something weeks on set consecutive sets. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I've been doing it since it started. So, um, I'm pretty heavy into that one. Um, some I just ripped a couple packs today just for the hell of it just to see what i would get and i, I got like one it's of the because inserts. you're addicted i am addicted to opening stuff and it's like it's like drugs i swear um and then there is of course there's basketball and football and there's also uh baseball of course i haven't done the baseball one in a while though because it makes me sad because it makes me want to go Aww, buy real cards yeah because i actually collect baseball cards but I guess if I'm ever feeling the urge to open up something, oh, there's a WWE one too. Oh yeah, and that one's cool. Yep. So, yeah, there's the it, you get free coins every day, so you can open up at least one pack of cards a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also do stupid shit. Oh, there's a a Star Wars one too. Oh yeah, oh, is and, there? Yeah, but the star the Star Wars one kind of has moved to the way of premium currency, so they want your real money. So it's like. You can't just use coins anymore. You have to use, like, the Aww, crystals. Aw, that's lame. Yeah, so they are... There's... Uh, it's People are going crazy over digital JPEGs. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh my gosh, I have to get this JPEG. And it's like, all it is just a thing. You don't even own it. You don't even own it. It's but just like, on your app. <laughs> but the cards are numbered, though. Some of them are numbered out of, like, a 1,000 or 500 or something. Yeah. So it's like... Only 30 other people have this JPEG, you know, and it's, it's, it's ridiculous, but that's collecting. It's a, it's, yeah. it can be a total disease. And I think that that's the thrill of, of, of getting a, a card you really want or the thrill of getting the insert that you want. Mm-hmm. That I think is a lot, has a lot to do with kind of the same feeling as gambling. Ooh, yeah. So when you play a slot machine or you try to win money, when you win, you, you're, I guess brain probably releases that endorphins or whatever. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. And then you want to do it again and again and again. (laughs) But enough about all that. (laughs) Um, What about you? What got you into collecting the stuff that you collect? Because I know there's a couple of uh, things that you collect. Like you said, the crystals and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I know some stuff like art is not really easy to explain it's just well it might be too easy to explain it's just i liked art from when i was a kid but other stuff that you might collect like what got you into it like what made you think that you weren't interested into kind of like i guess maybe like you have a lot of witchies type stuff too i do have some witchy stuff um and that mostly came from interacting with jen and other people um about you know this thing that i have an interest in um and so that's how that came about but you know, sometimes it can things that I do collect come from functionality, like my art supplies. Where you know, there's there's a reason why I'm doing that. You know, there's yeah. a, there's a reason why I am collecting this set of markers or these supplies so that I can make these types of things. But then, you know, there's some types of collections that I've had in the past. Where, um, let's see here, everyone that I knew when I was in elementary school had a collection of pogs. Yeah. (laughs) Just stupid little cardboard, you know, circular cardboard pieces and plastic pieces that were thick, you know, slammers. (laughs) Yeah. 
I never had those. I had the metal ones. Real? Oh, yes, I did have those. I had, like, two of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. Yep. Um, you know, and the other thing that I, you know, had a lot of collections of were, you know, Barbies and other toys. Pound puppies. And that was because I saw it on TV and I really loved them. Um, and then, you know, I got into collecting CDs because I absolutely love music. Uh, I do want to mention one collection that I think a lot of people don't think about a whole lot anymore is the way I met my, you know, one of my closest friends, Jen. We were in middle school and the way that we met is that I had teen magazines in front of my, in front of me before class started. And I was taking out like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or one of those two. And she said, hey, I'll trade you all of my Backstreet Boys and NSYNC for all of your Hanson pictures. And I said, deal. (laughs) And that's how we met. And, uh, but when I was in middle school, I was one of those girls floor literally floor to the entire ceiling was nothing but boys it was all the teen you know boy bands yeah I was that one I was that girl (laughs) (laughs) and that was my collection you know it was all at that time it was all about who has the bigger collection and I I swear I won (laughs) because my grandmother totally spoiled me and she would buy me magazines all the time uh, but yeah, I think that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, at one point I had a collection of purses. I was a purse girl. Uh, not really into heels because I'm already too tall. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now I just collect pillows. <laughs> okay. Mickey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to collect more and just make you mad <laughs> before more we pillows. go to bed. Just throw them off. No, we've got, we. there's a pillow that this phone's sitting on right now called Witch Please. Yes! <laughs> I still have my Halloween pillows out. Because they're that cool. Yep. <laughs> um, but before, you know, like, um, before I met you, I was traveling uh, while I was working. So, I didn't really have a place for a collection. So, now I'm starting over you know, where I'm in one place. So now my options are limitless again, as far yeah. as what I can collect. So, yeah. So the collecting world is wide open for you. I guess so. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Collect if I'm not whatever moving you want. around, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of started doing, we started kind of collecting board games. Oh yeah. We have a really cool collection, I think. Yeah. And not just basic board games. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about me. Like, I, I, all right, so basic board games are fun mm-hmm. to a point. I mean, there's some of my favorite ones are the word ones, like the ones we play at Kim's. Mm-hmm. What was it? Was it Scategories or something like that? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. Like, we, we played a couple of those where um, you had to write down, like, the, like, there's one word and you write it down on the, on your your paper and mm-hmm. then you have to write like an item for each letter mm-hmm. that's fun like because then it really gets you thinking because you only have like 
30 seconds or something and you're just like oh man it's so fun yeah i love playing games with with kim and jay and their kids it's just so fun and and we still have a, a monopoly game to finish over there but we do um i like those classics but i, I love the ones that are unconventional the ones that you have to go to a board game store to get yes you know those are the fun ones because tickets to ride <laughs> I still don't have. I've never played that. Neither have I. But she wants it so bad. But it just we, looks good. I mean, I'm looking at two right now. And we have uh, a villainous. Yes. A Disney villainous. And then there's also a Wonder Woman, Challenge of the Amazons. Mm-hmm. And those are on the coffee table right now. And then right above that is a murder mystery. Yes. So we do play a lot of uh, unconventional games, which are fun because i think they challenge the brain a bit and it's mm-hmm. something different you know i mean everybody knows how to play monopoly or trouble or sorry or what have you um and those games are fun but i just i love playing the weird ones yes the weird ones are, are a lot of fun so almost bought a new one today did but you yeah it was uh called x-men um i can't remember the the subtitle for it but it's basically x-men and it's a dice rolling game um, it just came out from Fantasy Flight Games, and they also do Marvel Champions, mm-hmm. which we also have, and that is a cool... That game was expensive, <laughs> and we haven't even played it yet. Like, I, I played it one night just to... Because it's a one... I think it's a one to five player game, and it's a co-op game, so mm-hmm. I went ahead and ran through a scenario by myself just to see what it was like, and it was fun. Like, I had a lot of fun with it, and I think you would have fun with it, too. Yeah. Um. But I just wanted to run through to see how easy it was to make sure that it wasn't too confusing. Because mm-hmm. I love complicated games. But I do understand, too, that our family aren't really into those games right away. Yeah. Like, you can kind of ease them into with other kind of lighter games and then say, okay, well, let's try this one. It's kind of fun. And then I think Horrified is a good example of a game. Horrified is probably our favorite. We (laughs) played it with several different couples. Yeah. It's a co-op game with uh, classic Universal Monsters. And I think that game has the right level of complexity to where it's not too difficult, but it's it's difficult enough where you need to strategize and, and, you know, think with your team. But this this isn't a game podcast you know <laughs> i'm just saying it's part of our our collection type of stuff but it, it's a, just a long-winded way of saying that we have a lot of complicated type of games yes. and we do collect those to a point where i want to be able to have a ton of different options for any given night if we say hey let's do a game night let's do a, just play board games all day yeah well then we have like tons we have tons of card games we have a Game of Thrones card game. We have a samurai card game. We have a ton of different types of card games. But then we also have tons of board games, too. And I just mix them all in and say, These, this is my game collection. You know, this is my collection of games. Yeah. And so we also, that's one of our big collections. That's why I'm so passionate about talking about it. Because it's, <laughs> it's one of the main ones we do together. Yes. Yep. All right. So moving on. Um, is there something that you don't collect that you are thinking about maybe getting into or interested in maybe collecting? Uh, you know, um, excuse me. I kind of vaguely collected cameras for a little bit. Yeah. I had old cameras, um, and 
I think that's something that I'd like to get back into. Um, but probably more art. I want to collect as much art as possible. Art? Uh, whether it's, you know, stuff I make or stuff that other people make. Art, I think, is just, it makes the world beautiful. Okay. And I'll probably try gardening again. <laughs> I mean, why not? It's it's yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, you've got two plants. They're kind of more like, they're like little trees. Yeah. And they've survived the they summer. They survive. They survived the 115 degree heat out in direct sunlight. Yeah. And... What's weird is when it started to kind of cool off a little bit, that's when they were starting to wither. Yeah. But now they're back up again. Yeah. I went and looked at them just now. Well, not just now, but today I saw them and they look like they're pretty good. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I guess I'm doing something right. <laughs> what about you? Um, It almost seems backwards to me, but action figures. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, AEW has wrestling figures that are coming out kind of steadily now. Mm-hmm. I think they're on like series five or something like that. Really? Yeah. And so each series I think has like eight figures or something. So there's a lot of them out, but they just look so good and I would like to get them. But at the same time, what am I going to do with them? Yeah. They're just going to like sit there. You know, we don't just... really have a whole lot of places to display yeah. them. There's not <laughs> a whole lot of places challenge. to display. And when I do get them, like, what am I going to do with them? They're just going to sit there. And that also, I think, I don't know if the same company does them, but there's also the Marvel Legends. Uh Uh-huh. And those are kind of like higher-end superhero figures for Marvel. Yeah. And typically in a set, they'll have like a -a Build-A-Figure. So Mm -hmm. you collect like all five or whatever of one one, uh, set, you'll have all the pieces in there to make an extra figure. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a big guy, you know, like it's Hulk or something like that. Yeah. But... You see them everywhere. They're at Walgreens. I mean, I can go to Walgreens right now and pick up like six or seven different Marvel Legends figures. But they're 20 bucks a pop. So they're pretty expensive. They're pretty expensive. and But they look cool. The sculpts are pretty neat. Um, I think the only way I would probably do that is if I definitely ripped them all open. Mm -hmm. Because I'm done with this in-the-box junk. (laughs) I'm going to open them all up and put them all on a shelf like together. So they're all like... And their poses, like, all together in a little clump. Mm-hmm. And I think that would look cool as opposed to just boxes everywhere. Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's, yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot of boxes in your office right now. Yeah. There's a lot of figures <laughs> in boxes, but I, I, realistically, I could start. But yeah. on the other hand, I kind of don't because there's just so many of them that I would probably get that bug where I'm like, you have all these, but dang, you missed out on, like, 40 other sets that came before. Yeah. So now you got to get like all that set. You got a figure now that has some characters like right bicep. Now you need to get all the other figures so you can build that one guy. Are there any pops that you regret getting rid of? Um, I'm sure there are some. <clears throat> I don't have specific examples, but there was a few that I was thinking about. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got rid of those. Aww. Like, I don't have it. Maybe my Lucky Charms. Yeah. That was a cool one. Lucky from Lucky Charms. But I don't really regret it all that much. I got rid of those in order to get something else. Comics. Yeah, comics. So, not really, like, no regrets, really. What do you think are some of the downfalls of collecting? Um, 
I would say for sure spending a lot of money. Yeah. Um, space. Running out of space for your collections. Kind of like accumulating too much stuff. So you can collect, like, that's one of the reasons why, like I said, I'm not collecting any of the action figures. It's like, it's just going to take up more space. And what am I going to do? Like, I need, I want to get other things. But, yeah, definitely space and the cost, which is why we got rid of a ton of pops. Because Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, we're collecting comics now. We should, like, use money. You know, it's like, I can keep all those pops. Sure, I could still have, like, 500 plus pops. Mm-hmm. But then how much money would I have spent to get all the rest of my comics? Yeah. So at one point, I just looked at my stuff and was like, you know, the Funko Pops, just they're cool, but not like amazingly cool that I'm going to keep them forever. Yeah. And so I got rid of a whole bunch of them to trade. I traded them all in. I want more comics. And so a, a good like 300 of my pops are over at I Want More Comics. <laughs> Or they were. Or they Maybe were. Bought them yeah, now. now somebody's got them in their home. But that was the whole point. I wanted somebody else to appreciate them. So yeah, I traded them out and got comics that I, I love. And I, I have a ton of comics now that are a lot easier to store. And they're really fun to pull out every now and then. Just look at them and say, yeah, that's really neat. Mm-hmm. I got this cool like art on this book. Yeah, I think the the cost of it is one of the big things for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially for me. I tend to want to collect things that are more expensive, but also the space. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it's just life experiences I've wanted to, because when I was little, um, I was very spoiled for sure and had every toy imaginable. So I still have pictures where I'm like drowning in a sea of toys, <laughs> uh, which is great. Uh, but at, at the same time, the older I get, the less stuff I want. So, you know, yeah, on one hand, it's nice to have all those things, but also I like to make room for new things or more functional things rather than, you know, things that just look pretty or, you know, a collection. So, um, I don't know. I definitely see the downfalls. I know that it gives a lot of people that, you know, happy, happy feeling um but yeah but i I also think think a lot of people accumulate so much stuff because they've got this fear of what do they call it the fomo the fear of missing out where they don't want to like they want to keep all this stuff because they're like what if this is worth something someday yeah and then they end up keeping it forever and ever and ever and then they take it to pawn stars and they're like yeah this is worth like three (laughs) dollars you know it's like it's it's, uh, i don't know man like i think that's one of the things too is it's could be toxic because you know people are just like this could be worth something it's a lot of speculation you know like i I will admit there's been a lot of times where i've seen cool funko pops and i'm like that's really neat but you know what i can get that later and then you look at it like a year later or something and it's like a 300 dollars pop because they're no they only made so many yeah not that they've made so many it's just like people bought them all up and they're like these are cool and now you can't really find them in the market the only place you can find them is the secondary market so that's why they're so expensive yeah so then pops get vaulted or something like that. And I'm just like, dang, I had that pop. You know, it's like I had that and I traded it away for like peanuts because at the time it was just a, a you know, it was like $10, $15 pop. This has become and the show about pops. Now it's an $80 <laughs> pop. But it's just one of the downfalls is that people think that their stuff is going to be worth a lot. Yeah. So they want to keep it. 
And then when they do that, it just like everything they get for their hobby now, it's just like, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I think that's the wrong attitude when you think of collecting. Yeah. I, I think that it should be for you rather than trying to make a buck. Yeah. Whether it be flipping it or, you know, reselling it down the road. You know, have that collection for you. Otherwise, you just have stuff. And I think that we, you know, that that is part of, um, I am by no means an expert here, <laughs> but I have watched a lot of TV. Uh, so I know that, you know, when you get into hoarding situations, it, it's because of OCD. And, you you know, we saw one, it wasn't hoarders, um, like the TV show, but it was a house that was very clearly... Um, someone who hoarded a whole bunch of toys. Yeah. And they looked like it had never been touched. And I don't know if they were trying to resell that stuff later or what. That was a creepy situation for sure. Um, But, you know. You're talking about the house where they were like, look at all these unopened Star Wars toys and all that. Yeah. But they had like a whole bunch of um, clothes, like especially kids clothes that still had tags on them and stuff. It was really weird. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but uh you know i think a lot of people do go into it with this intention of making money yeah um you know people do that with junk all the time like flea market stuff and i know that people do that with new stuff too um so i i hate to sound preachy i just think that's the wrong attitude when it comes to collecting it should be about you and your happiness i totally agree i mean i've been (laughs) guilty of stuff where i'm like that's gonna be worth money i'm gonna keep it you know and sometimes they are um it's all being you know playing like it's all this like it's like a stock market you know you're just like speculating like what's gonna happen yeah but in the in the end you are absolutely correct like that's why i mean one of my questions is like how has your collection um like collecting habits changed over over your lifetime and uh-huh. mine has changed from i gotta have everything pokemon you know to um i only want like certain things like we talked about the wrestling figures and mm-hmm. i would love to get the tag team uh jurassic express figures just yes. because it's cool it doesn't mean i'm gonna collect the entire line i just want like two figures but mm-hmm. You talked if this the same person if he asked me about those figures, like if they existed like ten years ago, I would have been like I have to have every one. Yeah. You know, but I don't have to have every one, and I'm also not trying to get these things where I'm like, oh man, that one's gonna be worth money. I gotta have it. Mm-hmm. That part of me is gone. You know, I don't do that anymore. And in fact, there's a I'm not gonna name the name of the comic book store, but there is a comic book store um around here locally mm-hmm. that only focuses on comics that are gonna be worth something. Yeah. And so all the posts about this this comic book shop that this comic book shop posts, it's all like this comic is gonna be worth money. Buy a ton of this book because it might be worth a lot. Something's debuting in this, order all your copies, like you can order like ten copies of it. I'll also get them graded for you and all that because this book's going to be big in the future. And it's just like, eh, no. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, that kind of turns you off from like wanting to buy that book at that point. Yeah, I just want to buy the book because it's cool. Yeah. Like, I don't care about how much it's going to be worth. And there's, to, to me, like, I, I and it branches into another question I wasn't even going to get into, which is like those kind of communities are very detrimental to collecting, the mm-hmm. collecting, like, hobby 
-hmm. Because now, now you're like, okay, well, all these, it's kind of telling people don't collect anything unless it's worth something. Yeah. Like, who cares? I'm collecting all the Conan comics and are they going to be worth anything? No, they're not. Yeah. I actually bought Conan number zero, which was the very first appearance of Conan in Dark Horse Mm -hmm. for a dollar. And I bought that at this, at this store that I'm talking about. That's like, you know, buy this because it's going to be worth something. Yeah. You know, and that I think that mentality is just so terrible. I mean, that's cool if you want to make money. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But if you're collecting solely for that and not for the joy of it, mm-hmm. it just becomes work. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah, and we're guilty of trying that. Yeah. You know, we definitely try to do that and it I don't think it worked because then it's like, oh, this this is awful. This yeah. is work. It was work, yes. And and it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work for not a lot of money. Exactly. And you, yeah. Um. So kudos to those who can make a lot of money from it. Um. But I think that you're also hurting the whole collecting. Uh, I think they're hurting thing. it for themselves. I think so too. I mean, like it's cool. Like like I said, if you want to do that, I know a lot of people that want to do the hustle. You know, they want to, they want to collect, yeah. they want to buy the things that are popular so they can resell. And that's 100% I, cool. You do, know, that's the American way. Yeah. Whatever. Do your thing. But. I feel some type of way about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that that's fun. Yeah. I to me, that's you. just not fun. Making money is fun. Yeah. And if you're good at flipping stuff, then great. That's, yeah. That probably is fun. But I like to keep it for myself and I like to do things for my own collection and stuff. So for me. The flipping life and the trying to make money off of everything that you get is just not me. I I see both sides of, you know, collecting as far as the, the community goes. Um, you know, I love books. Uh, with books, there's definitely this trap that you fall into at some point, especially when you're discussing books online, is real physical books versus digital. Yeah. And I am, I go both ways on that one. (laughs) Most of the time, you're supposed to either be one or the other. I can do that. Because on one hand, I love physical books, and I understand that argument. However, I am also moving into this sort of, I want to be minimal. Uh, I want to live minimally. And digital works better for that. So I still have a collection. It's just not on a shelf collecting dust and overrunning my entire apartment. You know, if I had every book, you know, a physical copy of all of the books on my Kindle right now, we would have a library. We would literally <laughs> have a library. Um, so, I, I'm, you know, I definitely see that that is a con. That's a negative when it comes to a community influencing people on on you know their collection but on the other hand uh especially with this past year the art community has been phenomenal the only time i've ever seen people be negative about art is usually in a school setting and i have more respect for artists who don't grow up with the education you know going to get a formal education in art i think that kind of defeats the purpose of art in general whatever that's a whole different discussion but um when you go into talking to people about things that you can do with the cricket we have learned so much 
from YouTube videos, from people who didn't have to share their information with us. Right. You know, <clears throat> they are out there hustling, doing their thing, making their money off of a hobby that they love. And they're sharing that information. So on one hand, the community that you're in for your collection or your hobby can go either way. You know, it'll either deter you or it'll encourage you. Which could also be bad. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I get, you know, you're right. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you're doing great. Spend more money. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like, guys, I- I've seen personally people in the trading card groups that I'm in uh-huh. talk about, you know, I'm down to my last, like, $20. I have all these cards to sell. Can someone please buy my cards? And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll help out a community member in need. And then they're like, yeah, I just want to go get more cards, but I don't have money to do that. Oh, my goodness. And it's like all you're doing is just taking that. It's like an addiction, man. You like... like that sounds like someone who's down to their last <clears throat> nickel doing, you know, slots or something like yeah, that. Exactly. And oh man, if I just do if I just pull one more time, I know I'm gonna get that jackpot. I know, and then and then they win like a ten dollar bet. They they win like ten bucks and they were like, Oh good, now I can play more. Yeah, yeah. That's <clears throat> what it sounds like. <laughs> so here's the part everybody's been waiting for. Yes. Um we are gonna talk about um the giveaway. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Clear my throat here. <clears throat> it's been quite a, kind of dry in here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we're doing a giveaway because this is our 11th episode. Um, and we're doing collectibles, um, like, like I said. So what better way to celebrate this collectibles episode and kind of say we're sorry for missing last night for, <laughs> by doing a giveaway? And so what we're going to do is we are going to give away a Funko Pop. And I'm sure you're sitting there wondering, well, which one is it? (laughs) And that answer is it depends on who wins. Because we don't want to just say we're going to give this pop out and then Mm -hmm. people be like, well, I don't really want that. Yeah. So what we're going to do is it's not a random pop. Whoever we we do, because we're going to require some steps to do this so Uh you actually have to make an effort to win this it's not just (laughs) oh i'm gonna go ahead and just like this link no you gotta do a little more than that but once we have you do what you do we are going to do a randomization and pick a winner off of that Mm -hmm. and depending on who it is and what they posted is going to determine what kind of pop we send so don't worry, we're not going to send a baseball pop to someone who hates baseball. <laughs> and we're not going to send a Little Mermaid pop to someone who hates Disney. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be based on who you are and, yeah. and what you like. So We'll tr- try and send you something that we think you're going to like. Yeah. As, as we went over several times, I have like a million pops. But it doesn't mean it's going to be one of my pops. <laughs> So let's go ahead and do this. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to see who wins because that's going to really determine what we do, what kind of pop we're going to send. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a complete mystery. No one's going to know what it is. Well, we'll, we'll know, but you won't know what it is until <laughs> it comes to you. And then once 
once you get it, you can share with the group or mm -hmm. if you don't share with the group, we're going to do it anyway, because I know there's going to be people saying, well, what did you send? You know, and like everyone's going to want to know. So we're definitely going to do uh, something cool with this. Yes. So this is going to be absolutely free. There's nothing. You don't have to pay anything. We're not asking for any money. We just want your support and help spreading the, uh, the podcast and our page. So we wanted to get the group a little bit more active. So yep. So let's give you the steps. Yep. So to enter, you must subscribe to the podcast. <clears throat> yes. So wherever you listen to podcasts, we want you to subscribe. <clears throat> and it doesn't, um, you know, you don't have to share the podcast link itself. Just subscribe to the podcast. Uh, then we want you to like and share a podcast post in the Pedway group. From I, okay, so I wrote that wrong. It's from the Pedway group. From so, the Pedway group. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is after we're done with this and after we get it all uploaded and everything and mm -hmm. we're all good to go, Ashley's gonna say, "All right, it's good to go." <laughs> and when she tells me that, I usually update the web page. So what I'm gonna do is, we are going to, um, when she gives me the go, I'm gonna post in Pedway the link for this episode. So it's gonna be episode eleven. You know, you'll you'll see it. it's gonna be at the top of the page. <clears throat> what I'll do is I'll probably post, I'll probably um, pin it to the top mm -hmm. and let you know that it is the official contest thing. Mm -hmm. Well, once you once you see that, you need to like the page because we can see, or you're going to need to like the post because mm -hmm. we can see everybody that likes the post. Mm -hmm. And then you need to share that post to your wall so that your friends can see it and take a listen and maybe they can get a chance at it. But... <clears throat> The original post that I posted in the group also has the I'll also put this in that post as the Pedway group because they're not going to be able to see, um, they're not going to be able to participate mm -hmm. and comment unless they're in the group. Okay, so I know that sounds really confusing, but really all it boils down to is just share the post, like and share the post that is in the group. Okay, and. On that post in the group, we need you to leave a picture of one of your favorite collectibles and then post a little bit about it because maybe we all don't know what it is. So it could be your favorite Funko Pop, a Hot Wheels, or it could be anything. Um, we just want to know what you like to collect and see something. And this is also going to help us kind of determine what kind of pop that we're going to send to or the, the winner of this thing. And we'll, we'll do an example to so yeah people kind of see what we're what we're asking for yeah and then when we post on 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 the page you can see what it is just comment uh on the post with it yeah. but this post is only going to be inside the 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 group. the group page so when you like and share the post to your wall don't post your picture and the story on your wall post you need to do it in the group post because that's the only way that we're going to be able to track you Anything yep. else? Um, we'll definitely reiterate the the directions in the post. Yeah, it's a lot. It, it, it's <laughs> it lot. It, it it does seem kind of confusing, but it really isn't. The steps are really easy, and we're just explaining it in such a it's terrible way. It's our first giveaway. We're sorry. <laughs> it's our first giveaway, but we want to make sure that everybody has a chance, and we want to make sure that everybody does it right, so that we can. And we want you to have fun too. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we wanna we wanna be able to give um a really good prize away to somebody who you know listens to our show and 
um, we really want to reward our fans for sure. Yeah, and collectibles are fun, and I think a lot of people on some level like Funko Pops. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't, if you don't like it, or you want to get something for your kid, or maybe or, we're starting someone's new addiction. Yeah, or, or, or we're helping someone with their addiction. You know, we're <laughs> we're helping further that addiction a little bit, or uh, or we're starting someone's addiction, or it could just be just one some one off thing that you're saying, hey, this is cool, and mm-hmm. all I gotta say is you don't have to worry about anything. We're gonna box it all up and ship it to you directly to your home yeah. so it's gonna be pretty fun so again we'll do the little we'll do a, a sample post <clears throat> and say this is what you need to do and you need to do it right here but the rules is everybody's that joins or everybody that enters has to be in the group yes like and share to your page and post inside the group on that post yep. that's it <laughs> That's as easy as it is, but we're just making it sound complicated. Yes, we are. Because it's our first time. <laughs> it's our first time. These will get better. Because we're going to do... We thought about doing different uh, giveaways for our past episodes, but we just never really did it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this time, I was sitting on the couch doing the show notes. And I said, you know what? We're doing a giveaway this time. And Ashley <laughs> had no clue until we started recording. Nope. It was about like two minutes before we recorded. I and know. I sent her the show notes. And I was like, oh yeah, we're doing a giveaway. I was so tired. And she's like, what? And I was like, we're doing a giveaway. She's like, oh, wow, okay. So, so it's going to be fun, guys. Yep. It's I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys collect and what interests you as far as collectibles. Yeah, I was really excited to do this this episode because collecting is such a big thing. And, you know, some a lot of people collect things that they don't even realize is a collection. Yep. So it's really fun. What's really funny is we went through, we talked a lot about Funko Pops. We didn't even like scratch the surface of yeah. like Funko Pops. So I know. We'll do, a, we'll do an episode about Funko Pops. Yeah. In, in another another time. But like I said in the beginning, we're kind of doing generalized stuff for our first, I guess you could call this a season. Yeah. You know, we're, we're doing for our first season, we're kind of just doing general for everything. And then, you know, later on, we'll, we'll do specialized stuff. So. Yeah. Like the cryptid stuff, you know, like people are saying, well, why don't you just do a whole episode on Bigfoot? It's like, okay, but we will. I'm sure we will do oh, a whole yeah. thing of Bigfoot. We're just doing like general cryptids We're... in the last episode. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun to kind of like just do the overall topic and then kind of get like the gears in the brain turning where you're like, oh, yeah, I want to hear more about this. Yes. And so, and that's what the group is for as well. You know, exactly. like. Exactly. Yes. I would love to see people talk about whatever it is they geek out about. Uh, you know, that's, that's so underrated to, to, to have sort of a message board feel, uh, where you can interact with other people, not necessarily us, but other people in the group that might, or, you know, might geek out about the same thing, or maybe they've got questions about whatever it is that you geek out about. Right. Like Stefan just posted a great post about the, uh, best picture nominees. Yes. And that's interesting. I mean, I know a lot of those, I know this last year has been... Not so great for movies because yeah. of the there hasn't been a lot of them released, but that's the show must go on. So yes. they still got to do the awards. They still got to you know the movies that did come out do have, deserve to be recognized. Mm-hmm. So we should shoot back on over and take a look at those movies and you know interact and a little bit. Step in on that discussion because it's a really good one. It's a good one, and I I feel movies like VFW <laughs> should have got Best Picture, but hey, that's just me. I'm a, I'm a fan of eighties like gore action gore movies so it was a good movie it was it was pretty cool and it had a lot of important characters from like the 80s in it i mean the guy that played john crease on uh um, karate kid Karate Kid was in it 
Yeah. And there was like a whole bunch of like 80s guys that was in it. We are so off topic. I know, but the, I'm just saying, interact with the group because that kind of helps us uh, talk about stuff that you would want to hear about. Yeah. And we want, we're, we're not just doing this podcast for us to just to talk about nothing. Like we want you to be excited about it too because exactly. this is your podcast. This is for you yeah. guys. This is a nerdy thing that, We want you, know, you to join in on our discussion. Yeah. Join us in our living room. Yeah, exactly. Every every sun, well, it's Monday night, but every Sunday night usually, <laughs> we're just chilling here on the couch and yeah. come up with the topic. We're like, hey, we didn't talk about this yet. Let's do it. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what next week's gonna bring, but we'll probably figure it out before then. But this contest <laughs> though is gonna run until the next podcast. So, so one week. Yeah. So you did have a. We can go ahead and say till next Monday. Yeah, next Monday. Next Monday. That'll give you a whole... A whole An actual week. Yeah, actual <laughs> week to, to fill this out and pass it around. And hopefully um, your friends will join in and give you guys more chances to win. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you get an extra entry or anything, but like... <laughs> but your friends might just give you the pop. You know, you just never know. It'll be fun. Well, I think that is the end of our show this week. Yep, it definitely and- is. <laughs> It's late. We need to. And my throat is dry. I'm ready. Let's end this. No more podcast. So until next week, we will see you then. Uh, and don't forget to check out the the giveaway on Facebook. Yep. So see you later. See you guys next week.